0: Jesus said, That's how it is with someone who is storing up treasures for himself and is not rich toward God. In the name of Jesus. Strong words of warning from Jesus today. Aren't you thankful? It is seemingly a bit of a downer based on what we're gathered here for today, being thanksgiving. But it is true, there is also comfort, because how it goes for the worldly rich who is spiritually poor in this parable is the exact opposite of how it goes for those who are spiritually rich, whether or not they are worldly rich or poor doesn't matter, although What Jesus says is also true. How difficult it is for a rich man to enter the kingdom of heaven. The rich man in the parable was his own preacher. He had many things to say about what's going on in his life. Why he has so many things and what he's going to do with them. My crops my barns, my grain, my goods, all because, as he would have put it, my land produced plentifully. What am I going to do with my things? Why do I need this or that, he might say. I deserve it. I've earned it. I've planted, I've harvested, I've put in the hours, I've got the expertise, I'm better than others. I'm just so fortunate, I'm just so blessed, life couldn't really have gone any better. Sounds eerily familiar. But no matter how much he said it, it wasn't true. None of it would be his. It was all for nothing. Many were the plans of his heart, but God directed his steps to his grave. Not decades, or years, or months later, the very night he'd supposedly got it all squared away, that's when God said, this night your soul is demanded of you, and the things you've prepared, whose will they be? Who's indeed? What a farm sale he would have had. Auctioned off, probably at a fraction of their worth, to the highest bidder. The leftovers carted off to the scrapyard, the burn pile, the dump, or simply bulldozed over. In just a little while, the psalmist says, the wicked will be no more though you look carefully for his place, he will not be there. It is in vain that you get up early and go up and stay up late, as another psalmist says. And yet another psalmist says, Surely for nothing they are in turmoil. Man heaps up wealth and does not know who will gather. On this Uh, Solomon also questions who knows whether that one will be wise or a fool. Life in our American context looks eerily similar to that rich man. Our lives, our homes, barns, garages, and outbuildings, our cabinets, closets, attics, and basements, they're often filled With many things. Things that make us feel good or comfortable. Things that we like. Things that make us proud. How we also tell ourselves all sorts of things. But for us today, we must truly be thankful, not only for all the things that we have in our daily lives. All of it is the daily bread we pray for in the Lord's Prayer, and often much more. For daily bread includes everything that has to do with the support and needs of the body, such as all the things we listed off from the Catechism. For every good and perfect gift is from above, James says, coming down from the Father of lights. But our flesh... Exchanges this truth for a lie and worships and serves the gift rather than the giver. That's why we're so worried about all the things we have, or could have, or want to have. We tell ourselves all sorts of things, and it does sound a lot like the guy from the parable. So the Father sends a preacher, a messenger. He sends his son to proclaim, guard yourselves from all covetousness. Jesus says this because covetousness, coveting, is idolatry. Because when when we covet, the gifts have become gods in our hearts. And there is great danger for this. As John says in his first epistle, Do not love the world, nor the things that are in the world. If someone loves the world, the Father's love is not in him. Because everything that is in the world, the desires of the flesh, the desires of the eyes, and pride in possessions, is not from the Father. It is rather from the world. So Jesus warns, guard yourselves, watch out. Christ, of course, is the judge who warns us, judge of the living and the dead. But he's come to show us that he is not some divine vending machine, nor is he some probate judge or arbiter, arbitrator, executor for us, like the two guys thought in Luke 12, where he meets out instructions and gives directions. He comes to say, your family, your farm, your freedom, or whatever else you list after faith is not your God. And that I am not truly first shows where your heart and actions place me but I am your God. You shall have no other gods before me. There is no other God besides me. I share my glory with no other. Indeed, there is one God. And one, not judge or arbitrator, but one mediator between God and man. The man, Christ Jesus, who gave himself as a ransom for us all, as Paul says. For we know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, Paul also says, that though he was rich, yet for your sake he became poor, so that you would be rich by his poverty. He made himself nothing, Paul says, Taking on the form of a servant, becoming obedient unto death, even death on a cross. There he was, curse for us. For cursed is everyone who is hanged on a tree, Paul says. He who knew no sin became your sin, so that you would become the righteousness of God in him, Paul says. At the cross, Jesus was fool. There he was. Foolishness for you. As Paul says, Christ crucified is a stumbling block to Jew and foolishness to Gentile, but to us who are being saved, Christ, the power of God and the wisdom of God, for the foolishness of God is wiser than men, the weakness of God stronger than men. Christ delivers all the bounties of his salvation to you, always at the proper time. For what was hidden before all ages, he has made manifest to you here and now. He comes to silence all our self-preaching by gifting us His own. I baptize you. I forgive you. This is my body and blood for you, for the forgiveness of your sins. And from all this comes forgiveness, true faith in him alone, and endless thanksgiving. For that is how he makes us rich toward his Father, by making us rich in himself, in his forgiveness, in his mercy. And Jesus, who was given over at the proper time according to the definite plan and foreknowledge of God, well, he knows well how to give all flesh their food at the proper time, even you and me. For God certainly gives daily bread to everyone without our prayers, even to all evil people. But we pray in the fourth petition that God would lead us to realize this and to receive our daily bread with thanksgiving. What that means is, just because we have it doesn't mean we're on our Heavenly Father's good side. Those who desire worldly things have not the Father's love in them. They are eternally, inexpressibly, incalculably poor. And Jesus doesn't leave much to the imagination as to what happens next after the rich man who trusted the creation met his creator. But for those who are on the receiving end and believing end of Jesus' promises and gifts, who say his blood is more precious than gold or silver, his word is more precious than gold, even much fine gold, who say the washing of rebirth gives me and makes me an heir, of eternal life, who say that the bread we break and the cup we drink are a communion of his most precious body and blood. We are eternally, inexpressibly, and incalculably rich. If riches increase in this life, don't set your heart on them. Why? Because he who did not spare his own son, but gave him up for us all, how will he not also with him graciously give us all things? Let conduct be ungreedy, being content with your possessions. For he himself has said, I will never leave you, nor will I ever forsake you. So we are confident to say, the Lord is my helper. Not farm or money or any other thing. Because Christ Jesus is your mediator and redeemer. He is your God and your savior. He is your shield, your exceedingly great reward. And when you die, being actually that rich toward God in Christ Jesus. Well, as Paul says, Eye has not seen, nor ear has heard, nor has it entered into the heart of man, what God has prepared, what he has treasured up for those who who love him. In the name of Jesus.